Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, as always, he's over there. He's Andy Asimakis. How you doing, Andy? You know, this episode, Steve, Yes. brings back an old question. Oh, okay. Do we have more cat games or dog games on the show? That's true. Yeah. We had Cat Cafe, followed oh. by Grapple Dog, uh-huh. and now another cat game has clawed its way back into our podcast. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> we did it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've heard correctly. This is this is going to be about a really, really cuddly and beautiful and really wholesome cat, hmm. JK, LOL. <laughs> Joining us this week is John Calderon, the managing director over at Angry Demon Studio, developer of Gory Cuddly Carnage, a third-person skate-and-slash game set in a neon-glowing futuristic world where you play as a badass murder kitty on a death dealing hoverboard and let me tell you that i got my hands on this bad boy that's the best sales pitch for a game I've ever heard in my entire goddamn pa- life pax east <laughs> and i said oh so it's kind of like tony hawk skateboard uh but blades coming out of it and then killing a lot of and i mean a lot of unicorns like an a copious amount of unicorns john welcome to the show Thank you so much. And thank you for really thank you for having me. It's awesome being here. We're so excited, dude. We're very Since excited. Taxi, we're like, we got to get these guys in the show. <laughs> yep. And I have to say that that uh, that was the best pitch I've ever heard. I, you put me <laughs> to shame there. I pitched the game like a hundred times or something, but that was by far the best pitch I've ever I heard. I want to say if if you if out there, listener or yeah. viewer, if you heard that pitch and you weren't like immediately drawn to want to play this game, maybe games aren't for you. Yeah, video if, like, you if you hear video that games. pitch yeah. and you're like, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. If you're not curious as yeah. a cat, then this game is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you don't like cats, but you know, I'd say that if I'm you, not a cat guy, but don't... I, I want to play this game. <laughs> I, I feel enough. like I, I was gonna say if you if you don't like cats, maybe the internet is not the place for you. <laughs> if you don't like cats, that's one thing. But if you really don't like unicorns, like mm. Yeah. This game is for you because thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, we get to just slaughter <laughs> all kinds of unicorns. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're new here, this is the Dual Screens Podcast, the internet's number one indie developer interview podcast, hosted by people you've never heard of about games you probably never never heard of. The show posts each and every Friday for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, including our home podbean, and of course, as a video version of the podcast on youtube.com slash dual screens tv if you want to support us with hard-earned dollar bills y'all get early access to to uh shows and um also you know get into our vip discord get bonus content and all sorts of stuff you could support us on patreon patreon.com slash nds podcast and we want to thank our patreon producers colton the apprentice nestler and fnh paul we cannot continue to grow without all of your support so thank you so much for helping us out with that and now with all of that rigmarole all out of the way i have a leadoff question andy this is all you buddy boy you played this game you love the shit out of it so yeah john go for it oh god my cat just jumped shoot, on my man, desk shoot. Um, <laughs> she feels oh, excitement yeah, how yeah, did... it's a cat game yeah it's excited how did you know that if you gave a cat a hoverboard capable of murdering people or things i should say how did you know that that is exactly what the cat would do 
Well, I grew up with cats, and mm. I have this instinct for mm -hmm. cats. So I just knew that if if you give a, a cat a hoverboard, you know, there will be uh, some really brutal and grave consequences to that action. I believe the two words you're looking for are cuddly carnage. Indeed. That, that, that <laughs> the cuddliest the, carnage the, you've uh, ever seen. The two words I got for a cat's are murderous intent. Because <laughs> oh. I'm telling you, dude, some of them... <laughs> Some of them, I oh, some them. of them, yeah. <laughs> oh, my favorite cat, and uh, like it was my cat. Uh, she had that, you know, resting bitch face going on. Yeah, Speaking absolutely. Speaking of murderous cats, she, she would always be like looking at me, like, yeah, you know, you know, the the way certain cats look sometimes, and they look at you. And say, uh, like, I'm lucky oh, that I have a very a very sweet cat. Um, she's very very <laughs> kind. She never tries to plot to kill me. However, um, I am confident that if she was four times her size, she would absolutely try to kill me. Oh, absolutely. Like a Maine Coon. She would yeah. just like crawl up on your face and smother yeah. you while you sleep. Absolutely. What? What do you want? <laughs> She's like rubbing up all on me. Um, so yeah, why don't you, uh, I mean, we gave kind of a, a, you know, brick through the wall pitch for the game, but why don't you uh, tell everybody what the game really is? Well, the the thing is that you the, the the way you pitched it before is like I can't I can't follow that that's just <laughs> impossible it's like oh shit how am I gonna do this maybe I should just change career or something I'm there sorry. you go <laughs> but all jokes aside though but you covered it pretty good um the game is uh, what as you call it like a skate and slash it's something that we coined for for this particular game where it's it kind of it looks like a Tony Hawk's pro skating game but it it plays like a Devil May Cry game so it plays like a it plays like a, um, a hack and slash game. So, yeah. mm. so if you button mash, you won't fall off the board and, and die. And you know your PlayStation or whatever, your console will explode, like it usually does with Tony Hawk's mm. Pro Skater. Uh, but you know, you just button mashing kind of makes all of these attacks kind of. Yeah. So, um, um, you know, all in all, you're it's like a Devil May Cry, but with a cat, and it's on a hoverboard. And you know, and, and also there's unicorns. It, it feels like one of them, them funny YouTube uh, videos where it's like, and also there's unicorns and oh right, cats. It's just like it's all over the place. But <laughs> trust, trust me, it has, it has it like it has. It, it's all, it's all connected, man. Yeah, it's, it, all, it's got, it's, it's, it's very fast paced. Um, yep. As you imagine, you're on a board, so there's a mm -hmm. there's rails for you to grind, there's ramps for you to yep. launch off of, and then there's hordes of enemies for you to just slice through. Mm -hmm. These like light blades come out of the yeah. the hoverboard. Um, yeah. This is taking place in a very, and I mean very dystopian, uh, sort of planet yeah. future thing. You're there's an artificially intelligent robot that basically yep. speaks for you, kind of. Uh, I think uh gory was uh silent just doing meows i don't yep. remember any dialogue from gory but <laughs> gory is a a uh an orange cat an orange tabby uh who just loves to skate and they come across a planet that is just overrun with absolutely banana crazy d demonic toys yep. um and the first group that you come against are unicorns and there's yeah. unicorns with these scythes coming out of their their hooves. There's unicorns yeah. that could like shoot at you. There's unicorns that I think blow up. Um, <laughs> basically like kamikaze unicorns. There's like all kinds of unicorns, and you're just yeah. kind of skating and 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 flowing through, finding them, slicing them up, doing cool combos, um, yeah. and really just trying to keep your your momentum going. So this is kind of like a in a, a uh, your a 3D arena 
it, yeah. there's less of a focus on like the skating as a sport and it's more of like the skating as a mode of transportation as like a exactly. as a mode of of movement um, yeah, it's, it's more of like a your... utility. Yeah, and uh, and you you covered it pretty well. So um, the main character of the game, together with like there are th mainly three characters that are um, like main characters. Can you have more than one main character? I don't know. I'm a writer. I should starring starring roles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> starring roles. Featured yeah. So characters. we have Gory. Um, and I'm, I can't reveal too much about Gory because that's something that you're supposed to figure out uh, over the course of the gameplay, what, what really goes on there. Sure. But uh, one of uh, Gory's friends, or brothers in arms, or just kind of siblings by, uh, by choice kind of thing. Uh, by, so actually, it's sibling by circumstance, not by blood. Um, it's Frank, the, the death-dealing hoverboard. Right. So Frank is pretty much a, you know, in, in a in a future where like toys are like getting too boring it's like oh uh, the toys can't compete with with uh, with apps anymore like oh sh shit what are we gonna do we have to make extreme toys and and frank was kind of um born out of that thought uh when, when we researched the when we did research for frank we checked out like old toys that um you know old old banned toys like to the top 10 most dangerous toys in history so it's like your own little glass blowing factory uh your first glass blowing face like 1500 centigrade or something uh, oh <laughs> you, you get to blow glass yeah it's absolutely crazy uh lawn darts that's my favorite it's like oh, lawn darts. oh you see this you see this fucking railroad spike you know what you should do with that you should throw it right up in the air that 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 will never that would never cost me injury and <laughs> slip and slides and just uh, <laughs> yeah and just a bunch of stuff so so all of the like top 10 most dangerous toys it's like how can we top that how about a hoverboard yeah and it like deploys knives and it's like okay children but remember only cut the 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 cardboard cutouts that comes with it Nothing i mean that would be a hell of a lawnmower <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and would it would probably mow down a lot of other other things as well. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, it's uh, it's Frank, and he never made it to market. You know, he never got produced because Dang. you know of reasons. Right. <laughs> you know, kind of unsafe. And then there's Chip, uh, the the um, the uh, modular AI. So it's like a kind of like a, dr a dream wish of ours. It's like imagine if you had like a friend and the friend is in a cartridge and you could just plug that friend into any any item that you buy mm -hmm. it's like you have a bike you can plug your friend into that and you have a computer and you plug your friend into that so that's kind of chip a uh, problem with chip is that he was too he uh, was too intelligent uh, he was sentient and you know what happens when sentience you know you you kind of question life and turned kind of sad <laughs> so sure. so he never made it to market either because of that so um and these three um friends kind of like you know they had their backstory and um and that also gets to be revealed in the game i don't want i, I kind of want to just talk about it because i'm really excited about it but i know that if i do i'll just spoil the entire game for everybody yeah we don't we don't and, want that yeah exactly uh but you missed on one thing that the planet that you're talking about that's actually earth yes i see i didn't it's, i wasn't sure if that uh, was like one yeah. of those things that we didn't want to tell people but no that's good yeah it's it, it's it, 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 that's cool so all humans are dead you know that's uh everybody's like oh humans are dead brilliant it's like when you're on an airplane and you're like oh you're, you're next to like with humans versus animals or unicorns you're like hey you get to sit next to a baby it's like oh no it's a baby crocodile and they're like oh 
Ooh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> so yeah, but all all humans are, you know, they had their uh, had their time. Now it's the day of the toys. So yes. the toys are kind of the, it's like a kind of emergence day from Gears of War, where you know they came from, you know they. Uh, they evolved they uh, mutated into these horrible things and and turned against their masters so it's kind of like a, a let's see here mutation uh probably like um like an emergence day uh meets detroit becoming human where like the slaves and the toys turn on their masters yeah yeah, I've seen Charles play more than enough times than I went toys and <laughs> masters. Yeah, you know what it's all about, man. You know what it's all about. Yeah, it sounds like things kind of came undone and went off the rails there with humanity. Mm. Um, I kind of want to take a step back. Speaking about rails, how many lines of coke did you do to get <laughs> to to get to this plot and this gameplay and these characters? Like, talk about the creation process the conceptual stage when you all sat down and <laughs> created this nightmarish world yeah. <laughs> i mean oh, yeah. your your studio's pedigree <laughs> is horror games yep but and this has like horror elements like oh my god the abominations that these toys become are gross yeah um <clears throat> but you're also it's also like really funny and like yeah fun and silly <laughs> it's like sh yeah. a schlock b horror movie you know it's <laughs> yeah. buckets of gore and there's like dark comedy and it's just yeah. it has like a low budgety feel but there's there's also a lot of polish yeah yeah underneath yeah. the hood as well so that's what it reminds me it, it, actually i get like there's a game for dreamcast called ill bleed where you play yeah. like in a, in a horror like amusement park and it's all parodies of old horror movies <laughs> it has that same kind of like schlocky self-referential vibe to it it's yeah. just so charming but yeah go into how this world came to be i'm, I'm very curious well, about that speaking like let's 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 go with them one at a time like okay yeah. so line of cokes dude from the moon and back <laughs> no, i'm just i'm just kidding. here uh, to pluto <laughs> yeah it's like yeah dude that, that wouldn't cover it like what's this what's the circumference of earth or something uh like uh no but seriously though, like the 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 process of you know getting to where we are today was kind of like um and uh, we kind of you know felt our way forward. Kind of we had an iterative process, so we were, we were kind of like okay, so we want to do this thing, but what can we do with that thing and and, and so on. But before this, as you mentioned, we, we made horror games. So we made two horror games. One that is based on Swedish folklore that is called Unforgiving a Northern Hymn. And then there's a second one where we kind of wanted to go bigger from like the the beings in our forest uh, forests to their mothers and fathers, the gods, kind of. And so that's Absolute End of Gons. Uh, when we finished Absolute End of Gons, we were kind of like we were kind of tired of walking the narrow line, so to speak. Like making a horror game overall is it it, it means that you have, especially like built on an already existing lore right that need, you know first off you have to be so so careful you know kind of to you know you have to do something new and creative with it but it has to be uh, has to honor you know the the mytho, mythos so to speak uh, so we walked that line for a couple of years 
Um, I remember one certain certain event where, like, uh, well, you know, we have William. He he makes all the sound and the music for it, and it's like uh, I'm playing it, so I'm, I'm play testing it. And I'm like, on the music, we need to kind of push that down a little bit because I noticed it. Uh, <laughs> it's like if you notice the music while you play, it's too much. Mm. We have to like you have to take that down because it's supposed to set the mood and it's supposed to, it's supposed to make you feel things, but you know you can't go too far because it'll it'll take you out of the immersion. And, and that's kind of like one of the things that we kind of always struggle with. Like we have to keep immersion. If there's like a single gameplay bug or something, it takes the play out of the immersion. So, so as I mentioned before, like it is a very very narrow line to walk making those horror games, and it, it, it kind of you know, after after a few years of making them, we kind of felt a little bit shackled, mm. so to speak. Like, mm. I'm not saying that you are shackled making horror games. Like, there are a lot of really really cool games, but we felt kind of shackled. We we wanted to stretch stretch our wings. Like, we wanted to kind of push some ideas. Like, we we had this itch, this need that was kind of growing over the years to kind of, you know, push. Uh, certain things like um, and and this game kind of gave us the opportunity to kind of like spread our wings and, and you know just uh, kind of make all of the ideas that we had and just kind of you know mash them into a game kind of so so it all started in that desire to just make something uh, that we usually don't do something where we can just be like um, that where you know um, with an original story we don't have to we don't have to respect anything we can just do whatever <laughs> we want as long yeah. as it's fun and so as long as people like it it's, it's all good you know um so we started out with like a prototype we wanted to try some new gameplay stuff because we did horror games like first person horror game uh, very like you know there there's a lot of events it's a very cinematic and emotional experience where you get to follow a story but with this one we kind of wanted to um, we wanted to go uh, like do a like a game mechanic first and kind of take it from there and, and when we had the mechanic we were like on, on a hoverboard like yeah you, you kill stuff and you dismember stuff <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, always been a big good, deal good, yeah, that's a good starting point like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like we have a game mechanic in dismemberment yeah there's blood yeah so much blood um like buckets and buckets of blood as you mentioned before like the b horror game stuff and it's like you yeah. know i think quentin tarantino got asked like why do you need why do you need to have so much violence in your movies and he's like because it's fun <laughs> yeah what a, what a dumb question by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> well somebody had to ask you. i'm not sure i'm just i'm probably just paraphrasing or something Still, i, I, I think know. i heard it somewhere <laughs> and, but yeah so we kind of took it from there we had the mechanic, we had the buckets of blood, and, and then it was like, okay, so what What about the main character? And it's like, I love cats. Okay, let's do cats. It's a cat. <laughs> so so that, you know, that's kind of the, the beauty of it. It's like, yeah, a, a cat on a hoverboard. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I was like, okay, we need enemies. We had like uh, the Unreal Mannequin, so it was kind of glittery robots mm -hmm. at first. I was like, what do we, what do cats hate? And we're like unicorns, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. naturally, yeah. yeah. Like cats yeah. hate unicorns. I'm, I'm fairly certain. It's like, nah, are you sure? It's like, have you ever seen a cat and a unicorn in the same room? It's like, no, I've never seen a cat and a, and a unicorn in the same room. So they have to hate each other. Making good points yeah. here. Making the really good yeah. points. The logic is fitting in perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as is as in this game. So we started out 
uh, with with that premise, we made some unicorns and a cat hoverboard, and, you know. And it's like, wh where where does this take place? And it's like, okay, so we have a hoverboard. So let's say like the year tw the year twenty forty. That's a pretty good one. Oh, so, 2040. Yeah, it's not that far from here. Not far away. It's in our lifetime. Yeah. Dude. yeah. It's yeah. It's in eighteen. So in 18, 18 years, uh, you know, oh. keep an eye out for unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> they will. You know. I mean, they're everywhere I'm right be, now. <laughs> I'm gonna be one of them. Them people on YouTube that you know. I'm just gonna say that in eighteen years the unicorns are gonna take over, and I'm just gonna make a thousand predictions. And when I'm right about one thing, I'm gonna be like, I was right. There's a guy for right. that. His name is Alex <laughs> Jones. It's already done. Yeah. Yeah. We already, already, already got that covered. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. not pointing any fingers i don't know what's more impressive anybody. though i don't know what's more impressive in 18 years there's a bunch of unicorns that completely took over the world or toys for that matter we don't want i don't want to say they're only unicorns those all the only enemies that i fought in my demo play was unicorns mm. uh oh, yeah. three different variations of unicorn yeah um i don't know if that's more impressive or a cat riding a hoverboard is more impressive mm. on the hind legs doing the thing and and being able to understand and communicate in some way with an artificially intelligent uh robot uh, ai <laughs> thing i don't know that sure is something right yeah <laughs> there's so many things going on the game is like one of them you know one of them videos where it gets more and more chaotic with every time you watch it <laughs> mm yeah the, like, it's like the more you talk about the game it's like the, the more chaotic it becomes i mean but yeah let's not forget <laughs> that like gory this ai and the hoverboard are on a spaceship mm. oh yeah and they happen to up come upon earth which they notice as being you know whatever is overrun yeah. with whatever i don't remember if they choose to land there or if they get crash land i don't remember they get, they get yeah they get shot down yeah there's uh, some so sort of like, uh, emergency it's like uh, yeah. uh, in the in intro sequence yeah. and i think it's available on youtube if anybody wants to check it out uh it's like two day 243 in orbit uh so it's kind of like they um you know they left earth and the, the spaceship is actually also a toy and it's like an extreme toy that's where everything is made out of plastic in the interesting in the, inside the spaceship not worried about burning uh, upon re-entry yeah that can totally yeah. hold up in space yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the inside is plastic you know it's a toy right right, right. It's, it's, no i get you. A, it's high-tech polymers and whatever mm, high-tech I'm, I'm not a i'm not a rocket surgeon i don't know anything no i get it i get it rocket um, surgeon. <laughs> i want that job <laughs> <laughs> so one yeah. of the things i want i want to like talk about a little bit um is yeah. the controls because um we spoke a little bit before some some things have changed since oh, yeah. uh you, you know you said the build that we played was a couple of years old um yeah. so a lot has changed but i do want to say like mm -hmm. one thing that you guys nail is it feels the way a skating game and a action slasher brawler whatever it feels like those games should play it feels almost like a like a muso game um yeah. and where you're you're in like the dynasty warriors games where you're just kind of mowing down groups of groups of people crowd like, control crowd yeah. control like yeah. or like um uh uh dead rising yeah you know, like that that franchise oh, like, i love dead rising That's yeah really like cool that game. it feels like a weapon that you would find in dead rising but like yeah. the whole game with that weapon yeah and, you know it's like lollipop chainsaw so but it's a yeah uh hoverboard with blades um but it feels really, it feels right. Um, 
where what inspiration did you draw from when it came to the actual movement in the game and the combat in the game besides you know you said devil may cry but like yeah yeah where did you pull from to really nail it all down uh for the movement we we first we started out looking at um some old playstation 2 games uh we started out with um ssx and the snowboarding oh, game shit. and nice. yeah yep. it's a yeah we had to check that out it's really dope um and airblade uh, the old hoverboarding game and which is uh, which, where, where everything in the game is era appropriate era appropriate so to speak you know with the it's like the early 2000s with the goatees and the cargo shorts and <laughs> oh my god know, we lived through that beanies shit. <laughs> and everything you know it's era era appropriate yeah. so to speak. the backwards hat and that I, covers I your was, eyebrows Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was super yeah. cool when I when I played it Little soul uh, patch. back when it was released. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's important. Yeah. And everybody's name is like I don't know, Jack or Jake or something. Whoa, 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 easy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we started out checking those out. Um, but they're uh, they were old. <laughs> it's older games. Um, so um, we started like branching out, looking for other inspirations as well. And we actually found a really good hoverboard in, in Fortnite. <laughs> they actually have a wow, hoverboard, yeah. like so just a regular hoverboard that you can kind of, you know, uh, just uh, go um, kind of, um, you know, go around with, um, which is which it was that was really nice. That was a really good inspiration for that. As but uh, so we kind of started there. So it's like Airblade, SSX, uh, of course Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. and uh, and Fortnite. <laughs> and from there we kind of had to. You know, feel our way forward. So that's that that has been one of the main challenges of Gory as a game, like kind of merging the the the, the hack and slash aspect together with a, a skateboard. You know, and those you know two very different types of gameplays, and kind of making it feel good, um, which means a lot of a lot of trial and error. So we kind of started with uh, inspiration from those four games and. Uh, and then it was just trial and error all the way for like a hundred years. It feels like, yeah, <laughs> so but, many versions. So it was always a hoverboard. Then that was never like, oh yeah, there was no other sort of mechanism or device from no. the, from day one conceptually. This yep. was hoverboard is the main utility. Yep. I, I yeah, love that. Yeah, and just going around really, really fast. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, there's one more thing that was uh, kind of like the seed. The seed of the idea was actually Devil May Cry Five. I think his name is V, the mm-hmm. the, uh, the poetic uh, leather clad guy. You know, um, he he has one of a power where he can kind of like surf around. Mm. in the game so it's like a sprint kind of thing where, where right. he just sticks his cane in the ground and kind of goes around like you know leaning and that that was like the seed of the uh, of um uh, to the idea of like what if this was the game like you you go around like this and you smash stuff wasn't uh, andy final fantasy 15 wasn't that like shiva's power like you you would go like summon like the motorcycle and you oh, just no. like You're whip around. Final Fantasy 13. 13. Yeah. Okay. I know it was yeah. one of them. I was, yeah. 
where you just get going to like a motorcycle mode and just start whipping around, knocking. Right. Over I mean, you couldn't like control it manually, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, uh, yeah. That, that would have been way more fun because that game could have used more fun. Could have used fun. <laughs> it could use fun in general. Just fired. <laughs> Gory, Gory's better than Final Fantasy. Print it. That's that's what I love. Yeah, it's I love how there's so much uh Devil May Cry in this game's DNA because it's not it's not obvious yeah. when you're playing it that it's drawing a lot of inspiration and influence from DMC. But now that you mentioned, I kind of see it now, and it's yeah, the hype level just increases the more I think. About <laughs> that's it. brilliant. So it's like that, and uh, also like so we we um, just the feel the uh, the feeling of sunset overdrive like you know it's not yes, an open yes world. you don't yes. do parkour you don't do all that but it's just the feeling of the movement like kind of you know how can we try it and that's like that's the that's like that one of the hardest parts of 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 making a game like this is like okay so we can't just copy it from somebody else mm. but we know what you okay this is the feeling how how do we achieve this mm-hmm. feeling? It's like hmm, it's a, that's a it's like imagine like if you if you tasted like sweet the first time and you don't know about sugar and you're like okay so we have to kind of you know this mouth feel that I'm feeling right now we we need something that makes that mouth mouth feel you know it, it's kind of hard so, sometimes. I have based my whole life of, around mouth feels. So yeah. I know <laughs> no, exactly I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. About. But yeah, it's like how do you you can't copy? It's like what's an original idea like a potentially like it's this is a, it's, a, it's its own new thing in a way yeah. where you can't say let's look at 12 other thousand mm, mm. skating yeah well games to see how we can co- correct the genre make it better like how do you make tighter controls this is all it's all you like as a pioneer in this like <laughs> sort of it's like you know well, a new genre. Pioneer is probably like, you know, really, really stretching it over. I don't know, dude. Uh, Cat on a skateboard that kills unicorns. That sounds very, <laughs> it's, it's high experimental to me. So it is very experimental. Is it is. Um, but, you know, there are certain things that, you know, um, where we didn't need to reinvent the wheel. It's mm-hmm. like uh, the thing that we call a super hit. It's like when you hit something the first time, we do a little, a little bit of a freeze frame. And there's particles and we have particle text and stuff like that. Uh, all of those things are already, you know, in most hack and slash games. Right, right. So, so, you know, so there are a lot of things that we can copy, but then it comes to like weird things where we kind of, you know, it's like when we started, we started actually making content and it was like, we... We had an issue where um, it's like you were so overpowered that the game is just, it's just like we can't challenge the main character. It's like, mm-hmm. why can't we challenge the main character? It's like, I, 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 I kid you not. It's like, whatever we throw at this character, doesn't matter. We're going to beat it. It's, it's, like, it's like too easy. You know, it's like, uh, and, and uh, you know, games are that are too easy might not, you know, if there's no challenge, it's like, probably not going to be too much fun for, for a long period of time. So I, I kind of, you know, had to like take, uh, go back a step, you know, when I started playing Devil May Cry 5 again, just checking out, bless you. <laughs> just I, I, I do out. Mute, I mute myself on, on my end, so I, <laughs> but I can never do both. <laughs> So I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> you would have wasted more time not muting yourself. I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. You just think so, bless you for uh, no reason now on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Ah, oh, okay. So uh, okay, now now I get it. How it works. I'm just like 
bless you. You can, you can edit that out. You, you know, put no, some no, no, no. There's no there editing. Just patch it. We don't edit. That's got to stay in. <laughs> but anyway, so so it's like we had this issue where where um what where, where the main character was too overpowered. It's like, but but it has the attacks, and the enemies has the exact same kind of attacks as in Devil May Cry. Like, why isn't it working? Why is our main character so incredibly powerful? Like in comparison to Dante, which is a pretty pretty powerful character in the Devil May Cry games. It's like in comparison to Dante, why is our our character so incredibly overpowered? And and one of the things that I, I realized by playing is like, okay, so every time Dante makes an attack, he's he's stationary. He can't move, right? Mm. Um so uh if you move around, if if you just run around in, in Devil May Cry, nothing can hurt you. You know, you are, you know, nothing will ever touch you. They will try to attack you, but they will land on in the spot where you were. But when you attack, you you kind of switch, um, you switch mobility. That's like, okay, so now you're not mobile anymore. And you make this attack for this amount of time. And during this window, uh, other other enemies can attack you. So that's kind of the trade-off you have there. Mm-hmm. In our game, we didn't have the trade-off. It's like you can move and you can you can slash and you can do all of these things. So that was that's, that was another problem. It's like okay, so how do we tackle this? And then we it was pretty much like okay, so we have to have enemies that can uh, that make that kind of goes after the player, and we kind of so like as it moves and also like how do we get the player to like stay in a spot for a long longer period of time and then kind of evade out and you know go around a little bit more so it's been a lot of as i mentioned before like a lot of trial and error um and you know sometimes it's like we just take a recipe uh, from a game and it's like and the recipe doesn't work and it's like why isn't it working <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know you've you've sold us on this game from the first second we saw it, it was something that it just looked like i gotta try this shit out but how do you sell this to a publisher because you've signed on with wired productions and yep. talk about that process how that initial meeting went did, did they approach you did you approach them kind of walk yeah. us through that that little part of this game's um yeah. story well overall um you know we've um we we've been like an uh, independent studio we've been just do you know self publishing doing the whole shebang for our uh, previous games before but one thing that we knew with this game is that all right we, we're gonna need a publisher uh, because it just grew completely out of control like for uh, for example i think in absolute of our previous game i think the the character i think we had like 14 characters in, in the entire game and that was like uh, and that's just you know for the for the complete game and i think we're like reaching somewhere above above 20 right now for Gory. it's like mm. it's like oh this it's like oh this level um it needs more pizzazz okay let's throw another enemy in there okay <laughs> let's just make that one. Uh, but anyway so it just kind of grew out of control and um and um and um we we wanted to like focus 100 percent on the development you know, before this, you know, we had to do marketing, we do all our trailers, we do community management, and, and there's, and just running a studio, just running a studio is absolutely dreadful sometimes. It's like, you know, the IRS kind of, you know, knock on your door and being like, hey, so, you know, 
uh, that's the that's the worst thing that ever happened is like oh you know uh so okay so you uh, you started selling games with good old games like go, uh, gog.com it's like yeah yeah we did that's in poland right yeah yeah it is okay that means you need to fill out another form and since you didn't fill out that form that you didn't know you had to fill out here's a here's a fine for you <laughs> it's like oh great thank that you. Is those bitches <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, they're you know they're doing their job for the society and all, but let just, me keep you know, my goddamn just, money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but also I like healthcare. Uh, I'm in Sweden, so you know I'm kind of right. But let's see, you didn't sell up. those games. Are they gonna help you out? Like, listen, I need a bailout because my game didn't do so well. No, we just want your money no. when you do well. We don't want it when you fail, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so just running a studio uh, with all of those things are you know that's also a thing that needs to be dealt with. Um, so we had all of these responsibilities and we had to kind of divide them on just a few, just a few people. Uh, and that just didn't work anymore. Um, we knew that, okay, so we want, we wanted to go big or go home kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. you know, we were just a hundred percent. We want to, we, we want to sign with a publisher, uh, for this game. Um, and I, I started pitching, uh, on a lot of conventions and, uh, uh, it was, you know, since Gory is what it is, it is very experimental. It, it, it is very strange. Uh, it's not, you know, survival crafting or, you know, or the other things that are very popular that mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you can't just take a game that's popular right now and be like, check this out. This sold 10 million copies. Uh, I'm going to make another game that's like this. So it's right. probably going to sell 10 million copies. And they're like, roger that. Great. <laughs> you know um <laughs> it's like um, so you know um it was um it's like the one page um, the one page deck like sales pitch this sold this mine will also do this money please yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh my this guy is like a genius yeah right <laughs> right it felt like that sometimes it's like you know okay so uh, um you know i found similar games to gory like you know hack and slash games that kind of had the same um same um, kind of level of finish to it so like not an asset flip but maybe maybe not devil may cry 5 because you know it's right. capcom and you know they have a brand so it's not like you know capcom sells this many devil may cry 5 games we're an indie game studio we're, we have the same traction it's like maybe not uh, but we checked out some really cool other hack and slash games um that uh, were kind of you know similar to ours, uh, and and they and they showed some pretty good sales statistics. So that that felt good, you know. And also also you know for it's like, are we making the right decision, <laughs> you know, in making this game? Because, you know, we have to when when we release it, hopefully we sell more than ten, you know, that would be a dream, right? Sell more than ten games. Um. So at so least that eight also, at this point. Yeah, at least eight. <laughs> you're at, you're at eight for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like uh, how how many games to just uh, make ends meet? Like eight. It's uh... <laughs> good. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> if we sell them for like uh, ten thousand dollars a piece, that's gonna be really good. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, so so you know we we did all those things. We we put together a pitch deck that was really flashy because Gory is a really flashy game. Mm. And I showed it to, uh, um, to it was on the uh, in a on a um, in a an event, a Nordic game in Malmo. I'm I'm fairly certain. And, and oh, also, ah, shit, I forgot. We were in a pandemic. 
Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally forgot that we were, <laughs> I, we were just in a pandemic because you know we just, you know, ha- we just, we have the war now instead, and it's like, oh, it, it's, it's so funny. It's like I haven't talked to you since the pandemic. You know, we've had the war since then. It's like, yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, and now we have another, you know, disease spreading. And it's, then monkeypox, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's the twenty forty like, you know, is an actual prediction. This is a, this is a documentary, yeah. not a video game. I, I just hope we can get there. Kind of. But anyway, so yeah, we were in a pandemic. So that was also a new thing. Like usually we, we you know, we go to these events and, you know, you book the meetings and you shake hands and you, uh, and you drink all the coffee. But now it was like, uh, you know, everything's just shut down and everybody's home. And uh, that was in the beginning of the pandemic as well. It wasn't mm, like in June of 2020. So we kind of just hit the you know the lockdowns and stuff like that yeah so we started attending these digital events um and and that's how we met uh wired the first time was one through one of the it's nordic game but through the digital event you know that was a you know in in that whole chaos that messy situation where it's like you know everybody's scared shitless and everybody's at home and and we, we were back we were in a gaming incubator and we were like, okay, so we just have to deal with this. Like, we'll see what happens. And it's like, maybe we have to start working from home or whatever. But that never happened because everybody else started working from home. So we had like a whole building to ourselves. We were like three, four, four, four or five people on an entire floor. There was nobody, that nobody like else there. Every, it was actually really nice. And yeah. the toilets were actually really clean during that era. <laughs> yeah, I was super... I'm really excited about that kind of stuff, like cleanliness. Close to godliness, am I right? But anyway, so so we we um, we were in the gaming incubator. It was like it was the pandemic just started, like the you know the COVID. And that was before vaccines, before anything. Nobody knew what was going on, and you know how bad is it? Nobody actually knew how bad it was. And we started pitching because that's what you do, you know, when when uh, everybody's everybody's frightened, you pitch your game. <laughs> And uh, we pitched uh, on a on a dig- in a digital event, and um, and apparently uh, that you know it, it worked out pretty good. Yeah. Um. And uh, and I, actually, it's it's a really funny story where I, or a funny thing about you know we we talked to different publishers and and I was like, you know what, if if we can sign with Wired, I don't I don't care I don't care if it's you know the I don't care what kind of don't care what the, as long as it meets our needs, uh, you know, because we were like, we're going to sign with the, the publisher that gives us the best deal. You know, mm-hmm. that's going to be it. And like, I don't I don't care about the deal. I want to work with these people because I, right. I, you know, that's also a thing with that, that we talked that, you know, talked a little bit like before we started recording. And it's like how, how sometimes I'm surprised, like, how do you how are you able to work with other people? I, I, I think, you know. Um, it, it can be hard, like finding somebody that that kind of is on where you're kind of on on the same level. I'm not on sure the same page, on the same wavelength. The, oh yeah, the same wavelength. That was yeah. yeah. So you just you know you have kind of the same goals. You have like you know you 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 can kind of you have it's easier to understand each other if yeah. you know you have the same goal and vision for for uh, for the product the game. So I was like, if we, if we can, if we can work with, with Wired, that's, we, 
I, I want to work with Wired because they they seem they seem really like really really cool people and uh, and they they so we signed and we've been working together for quite a while and I can say for a fact that that you know that gut feeling of them being pretty 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 freaking dope that's uh, that's an understatement. <laughs> sounds like a two for two. First of all, this game that you took a risk on to make, you're like, is it a yeah. good idea? Fuck yeah, it's good. It's a great idea. Not even good. <laughs> And then you're yeah. like your own, like you had a, a goal set for like, we want to sign with this one particular publisher because yeah. there's like a, there's tons out there you could go with. And, you know, like this wouldn't surprise you as a, as a devolver digital kind of like, yeah, because it fits in there, like in their curation of sort of silly looking games, the, they're the like absurd. off the wall. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like to know you wanted to go with them and then you got them, which is even better. So I would say, play some lottery tickets in the near future because your gut seems to be <laughs> spot on moving in the right direction so i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> well yeah it, it definitely a lot of luck you know it's like uh, we've been thinking like you know what if the pandemic never happened like would we have been on the same event even right you know? And since uh, with the uh, with the digital digital events, you have this you know these pitching sessions like thirty minutes, and you know you don't have to run around like a crazy lunatic, you know, just trying to find the booth, and you were going to be late anyway, and you know and you didn't have time to go to the bathroom, so you just kind of you know you kind of sit there and be like, hey, you want to buy my game? And then you just piss yourself, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what it's like, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Pat is a lot know, of fun for us. Yeah, <laughs> and I missed now, it so it much, was, it, and it was great because now when we were, you know, in the digital events, you know, you could just jump from meeting to meeting, and you could safely, safely just piss yourself. <laughs> Nobody and even noticed. Or you could just sit on the toilet and take a meeting. That's also an option. Time it's zones like, work in your favor as constantly well. Constantly shitting your pants. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Time zones were that was also really great. Um, mm. And, and, and yeah, overall, um, it was uh, it was uh, you know, um, I there was a lot of luck uh, overall, and I'm I'm really happy how it turned out. Overall. Did they did they tell you like exactly what was? Because you know you're doing a pitch. What yeah. was the 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 key point where, where they said, "Yeah, we want this game." Like what what sold? I mean, you, you know, the game as a whole is amazing, oh. but like what was like if they let you know the defining quality they were like you know what we want this under our label i oh man i was so busy and so nervous trying to be cool so it's like you know like if you if they probably like we like the game and it's like um and after that, I stopped listening because I oh, I heard about like it was like a no one knows. <laughs> it's white noise. I, I like I like the game. I think this could be something for us. And it's just like oh my god, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stop listening because you're so excited, you know. Yeah, but anyway, um, that's so one good. of the things that um, like we, I I think you know, um, I think that they, you know the. The ones that I was talking about, uh, talking to, said that um, like the first thing is that they liked us. You know, mm. they they wanted to work with us as a as a team, uh, and and just as I said before, like I want to work with them mm. because you can. That's also like that's a really important thing that when you when you start working together with somebody, like that's always a risk, you know, because you don't you don't know, you know, you can have you can have the most airtight contract or whatever you know mm -hmm. you can have everything in black and white and then you can have 200 pages of contract but 
if you if you don't if you don't trust each other and you know if you if you can't work together you know there's you know 200 pages of contract ain't gonna save that you know yeah. at least that's what i think in in my humble opinion right um so i i think we just got along very very well from from the start and uh, i think that was like uh, as i understand it that was one of the main selling points and then you know the, th- ga- the game being really flashy and all you know yeah and it, 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 it sells itself yeah <laughs> the game is very marketable even though like the, the it, it is mature content um you know there's language there's gore there's all that mm-hmm. fun stuff um but it it's still very marketable just looking at the characters looking at the world looking at the simple um the simple gameplay like you like hoverboards look at cool and slice slice and do the things heads off yay yeah like okay yeah we could do that we could deal with that it's got its own yeah. personality like instantly um the, your gory gory was the wired booth like Wired had a lot yeah, of for really, real. It had a lot of really cool games, <sighs> but like Dear Gory ass. was like, here's the personality. Here, here's like, you know, if I didn't know anything that Wired uh, Productions published, I would know Gory. Coming away from that, <laughs> oof, you you might you might can make blush. <laughs> it reminded yeah, me. Uh, they had some great games. That, that yeah, the yeah. last worker was there. Yeah. That's a great game. But like this was like. It remi- the showstopper. It reminded me of Fall Guys. It reminded yeah. me of when Fall Guys was at at Tiny. That was Tiny Builder, yeah. That's the Devolver. Uh, Devolver. Yeah. Um, when they had that, it was just like, oh, look at this. This is Flash. This is it's a spectacle. This yeah. is market. Like I could. This is yeah. being marketed to my eyeballs, and it worked. <laughs> Brilliant. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I'm I'm really happy to hear you say that. You know, it makes me really, uh, makes my, you know, my my insides feel so feel all fuzzy and well, good. soft and gooey. Well, enough Thank of that you. shit. Yeah, 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 right. It's time for uh, rapid but, fire, you know, John. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but let's see. There's actually one more thing that I want to say on that. Absolutely, sure. That Go ahead. That um, like when we did our old horror games, uh, when we did, for example, we did Absolute End of Gons, and, and that has some pretty, pretty awesome moments. Like it has some really cool cinematics and some cool scenes and stuff like that. But one thing that we kind of, we kind of noticed that, okay, so somebody checked out the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what do you do next? What do you do after you see a trailer and you, and you think that it looks pretty cool? You go to gameplay videos. And then you start clicking through that gameplay video to see what it's like. And the odds were that when you, when you, you know, because there's this tension, you know, you might be in a dark room and, you know, you, you as a player are really scared. But when you look at a video, you just click in the middle and it's like, oh, you're in a dark room. Okay. So there's darkness and that's what you see. And, and that's something that we kind of wanted to move away from. It's like, okay, so no matter where you click in a YouTube video when when you watch uh, Gory Cuddly Carnage, it's just supposed to be like awesome, and you're supposed to kind of you you're supposed to be able to grasp like right away, like what am I looking at? What is this game? What can I expect from it? So you know, so every it's like something cool has to happen every five seconds. You know, it's right. like you, you can't go five seconds with you know the game not showing what it is kind of right well so, you, so, you show it's like a free marketing lesson right here guys yeah oh, yeah developers uh, out absolutely there. there are like you know of course there are always um you know exceptions to anything mm-hmm. and you know there are, there are some games that are just like you know 
well, if I, if I look at this game, what you say seems completely wrong. And yeah, yep, and I, I, th that's true, absolutely true. Um, it's just the kind of that's kind of like the the state of mind that we had when making this game. Yeah. Well, speaking of state of mind, it's now time to get into your your deepest, darkest state of mind. Ooh. We are now going to hit you with rapid fire. We're going to get to know who you oh. are. All right, John? Oh, oh, that's bad. We're going to get to know okay. the John <laughs> beneath the John. As the uh, community manager is going to need to do some, uh, Scrubbing. some uh, damage control. It's possible. <laughs> We're working some overtime. It's possible. <laughs> All right, John, I'm going to hit you up with, uh, we'll do an easy one first. All right. Right. Would you rather have the power of flight or invisibility? Oh, ah, oh, shit. Oh, it's going to be one of those days, right? Um, I'd say, um, oh, invisibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm scared that if I started flying, somebody's going to shoot me down, like as an unidentified flying object. Probably. <laughs> 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 uh, what is the dumbest way you've ever hurt yourself? Um, oh man, I've hurt myself so much. Mm -hmm. I've been to the <laughs> ER at least 10 times. So that's why this kind of take a while. Oh yeah, I've been to the ER. I think I've been to the ER like 12 times. Snowball it's like, oh, it's John again. And <laughs> you walk in. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, I'd is, say that's is the, uh, like a snowball punch fight. The eleventh uh, one is free after 10 visits. They're all the free. ER. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're all they're, free, yeah, Andy. Sweden. Uh, yeah, it's Sweden, so they're all. And I, I, actually, they're like five or ten dollars. So got it. All right, so snowball fight. Uh, continue. I, I gotta hear this. Fight. Yeah, so snowball fight was the dumbest, uh, uh, the dumbest way of of getting injured. So it was after a party, and me and some friends. Um, one of them was. It's actually my current. Uh, let's see here, girlfriend. We're living together. So yeah. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back then we were just friends, and um, we were came. Um, we were uh, we we came from a party, and there was snow outside, and we had a snow war. And mm. I think we were four people. And uh, being the oafish brute that I am, I actually mm. grappled uh, one of my friends and started pushing pushing him into the snow while throwing snowballs with my left arm. And doing that, I dislocated my left shoulder. Wow. Yeah, and it just popped out. And I was like, my shoulder popped out because it happened before. Uh, and I was oh. like, I know how to fix it. And I was like, okay, so grab it, grab it, uh, and just raise it. And so I could do like the, there's like a motion you do when you lift uh -huh. it you go out like that. And I was like, so it was like lifted up in front of me. So it was like, so they could lift it up so I could just move. So it popped back in. <laughs> and uh, and then um, uh, we, it was like, and and my, my, uh, my friend, um, my, we, who, whom is my current girlfriend? You know, we've been together for five years now. Wow. Um, yeah, it was that love at first ER session. She actually offered to take me to the ER. She was like, do you want to go to the ER? I was like, I'm oh, fine. So I think I'm fine. And, and, and I went to bed and, and my arm started tingling. Uh, mm. You know, I started getting like numbness in my fingers. Sure. So I was like, okay, could, could I go back on that? Could I please have a trip to the ER? And she took me to the ER, and it was really funny because when we when we were at the ER, um, uh, our game got greenlit on Steam. Our first game, Unforgiving. That's when we started. Oh yeah! The, uh, oh, that's so together. neat. Oh, what did wow. you dislocate yeah. to get gory greenlit? 
<laughs> actually, I haven't I haven't actually gone to the ER since then. So I haven't actually oh, okay. been to the ER since uh, 2016. So, nice. So oh, you're due. Uh, you're due. Plus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> John, is there such thing as a happy demon? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, when we are uh, properly fed. That's when we're happy demons. Usually we're just really, really hungry and stressed out. So that's why we're angry. Mm. Mm. But give us a pizza and, you know, some some chips and, you know, that's mm. that's a happy demon. Mm -hmm. John, would you rather eat a dick flavored cake or a cake flavored dick? Oh, um, so cake worthy. I didn't even ask you, Stephen. I had to do it. Yeah, that was. That, that, those, were, those were some <laughs> really hard words there. I was like, I would like to go with the doodle daddle. It's like they yeah, were okay, SAT so. words, man. We got you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> College I, I level words. Go, personally, mm. uh, you know, I, I'd say I, I think I'd go with a, um, you know, a, a, a dick flavored cake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I actually had a small trip you know um before i started game development i had like a little detour in my life where i kind of uh where i joined the army for a little bit so eating you know eating stuff that tastes weird is kind of a that's a Dude. superpower nowadays that could have gone i was gonna say where's directions. the story going <laughs> dicks <laughs> everywhere before before like, i did them. before i made games oh, yeah. uh <laughs> cake and uh, you know man yeah it was, it was a wild time <laughs> We were 50 guys in a platoon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But oh, go on. Yeah, but eating <laughs> eating gross things that's uh, that's part of the job, I guess. <laughs> What's the grossest thing you've ever eaten? Mm. Oh, the grossest thing. Oh, that's a that's a, actually a tough question because I'm one of them people that you know it's like it exists. You know, it's like either either I like it or it's like it was okay. You know. Uh, okay. Actually, it was at a. Oh wait. Yeah, what is the grossest thing, man? These like questions what, are really hard. Like, like what like... would be <laughs> what would be something that a normal person would find not okay that you have eaten? Like, there are some people that eat crickets. They they just eat crickets. They're just like, here's a cricket. Yeah. I'm gonna eat it. And I'm like, no, I don't want a cricket in my mouth. But some people are like, oh, but it explodes with flavor. No, that's not flavor. That's exploding. <laughs> that's bug juices <laughs> good good bug, bug, bug babies <laughs> bug babies yeah well i did try some all right like the weirdest thing because i can't really i really can't, really can't think of the the, the the like the most disgusting thing i've had but the weirdest thing oh oh i remember now the grossest thing i've ever had was one of the uh you know harry potter beans oh yeah those suck and, yeah, yeah yeah and i think i got rotten egg uh, and that is uh, yeah that i think it was the rotten egg flavor and that was the most horrendous thing that i have ever tasted it was so gross that i started like you know um doing the you know cat thing it's like yeah <laughs> dry heave action going on yeah. Dry yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i never i never threw up luckily but mm -hmm. i think that was the worst one of the of the thing well speaking of putting gross shit in your mouth pineapple on oh. pizza yes or no that's a that's a tough thing like when we when we when we uh, go when we when we like eat pizza at work it's like somebody always orders one and there's always a slice over and you know i'm always one that eats it <laughs> and uh, and i was like it's okay 
So I, I guess I'd say yes, because, you know, I've, I'd never order it myself, but if you ordered it, I'd eat it happily, you know, or like. That, that's the camp I'm in, Andy, see? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the camp I'm in. I see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm so in between on everything. I'm, so, I'm such a, you know, middle, middle kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one. All right, shoot. You have to punch a baby square in All the right. face. Yep. To save a thousand babies from being yeah. punched in the face. Oh. Can you punch the baby in the face? Oh, absolutely. You know, you wouldn't you you wouldn't even you you could have just stopped that when you punch a baby. <laughs> you wouldn't even you wouldn't even have no needed to throw in the thousand to save the thousand babies. Like, would you punch a baby? It's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I would uh, I would um I would uh, do that, you know, for to save a thousand babies. To save a thousand babies from punching. Was okay. that one oh, of yeah. your many ER visits? Did you bruise a knuckle while you punch a baby in the face one time? Was that what happened? Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was actually they started it. You know, it, it, that wasn't my fault. He was the always starting was, shit. Yeah, yeah, the baby was being a dick. You know, yes. like, <laughs> it's not my fault. You know, I was just minding my own oh business, my having a drink. You know, and the baby was starting. God. You know, was being a dick. They're always crying annoyed. and stuff. So annoying. Yeah. Did you ever see that show, The Life and Times of Tim? It was like an animated show. So there's like a baby crying in a, yeah. in a stroller. And he was yeah. like, Miss, your baby's being kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea of calling a baby a dick is like the best, <laughs> the best thing you can possibly do to it. <laughs> yeah baby. it's so funny it's so funny because it's it's like it's it's yeah it's true because it's true yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly uh john if we could somehow yeah. finagle gory to be a guest character in the next mortal Kombat game what would his finishing move be oh oh dude oh like the uh, puss in boots eyes would be really cool if it did like a cute face and uh -huh. and the other the other character was just like oh and then their head exploded because he was so cute that would be really hell yeah that's now good. that's cuddly carnage that is indeed <laughs> he's like you know he's, he's pulling the puss in boots eyes and mm -hmm. his head just explodes aside so. from gory and then andy you'll take us home with our final question got it aside from gory what is the best animated cat of all time Um, I'm trying to think of different. Well, I could I could tell you two things. Like my favorite animated cat is um, oh uh, the one from um Open Season Two, um, you know Stanley. It's been ages. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a oh, really good impression. <laughs> that's really good. Thank you. Uh, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Roger, I think. Yeah, it's uh, is his name. That, mm. That's what. That's my favorite. But I think the best animated one. I I think it is Puss in Boots. Mm. He, that's a pretty impressive animation, if I don't remember mm. know, completely mm. wrongly. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Tom. I was gonna say Tom. Tom, Ooh, Tom is by far my my favorite cat character. You know, we should do like a Tom and Jerry uh, reboot. But with he's fighting a unicorn instead of a little mouse. They do. Hurt. They reboot Tom and Jerry every ten years. I know they do. <laughs> yeah, I know. And every time you say it, they reboot it. Yeah. yeah. And apparently, this Rescue Rangers movie is is the tits. Like, I got to watch. Yeah, that my kids are watching. I've been hearing good things about that movie. So. Oh really? I, I actually yeah. looked at the trailer and I was like, I was like super skeptical. Like, yeah, you know, me too. It was the, like the, the face, the face you have every time. They yeah. they go completely meta with it. This is new. Yeah. This this isn't Cinderella. 
<laughs> oh, what a terrible movie that is. Never mind. That's not talking about. All right, Andy, take us home, friend. Well, Shoot. we're at the end, John. It's been a very great conversation. Uh, this could go on forever. I feel because you're just so you're just so fucking chill. I love you. Great, great energy. Likewise, likewise. So, speaking about cute things, you got to make a choice between two two cute things right now. That's true. All right. And the choice is Andy or Steven. Oh. I know. Oh, are you we, really doing this to me? We, are you doing this to me? We went there. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, you know, these kind of questions never end well. <laughs> they they end well about 50% of the time. Sure. Well, that is true. It's like, a, this is like a Sophie's For choice. For one of right us. Like, yeah, Sophie's <laughs> choice. Good. Put it that way. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right. You know what? Uh, since... Um, wait, who asked the question? Andy, you asked the question. Correct. Right. So I'm the yeah, asshole. You, you, put, you put me in this position, <laughs> motherfucker. So I'm, I'm choosing Steve. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I thought that you, you'd use the cat as like, he's got the cat. That was so the easy out. That, was is easy that, out. that is an easy out. Like, he's the cat guy. I'm a cat guy. I'm going with the cat guy. No, well, no, you you put you you brought this on yourself. You, Andy. This you brought me. this on yourself. Put that one in the dock, Andy. Thank you. Uh, speaking of easy choices, <laughs> you listeners, you made an easy choice and you listen to the Dual Screens podcast, and we want to thank you for doing so. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at Dual underscore Screens on Twitter. I'm at Batchild27. Andy is at Pants Guy. Our Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcasts. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash dual screens TV. You can find our podcast anywhere. We have multiple other podcasts as well. We have the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, which is our gaming news uh, previews and reviews podcast. We also have Indies Nuts, which is our indie game news previews and reviews podcast. It's strictly indies, and it's brand new. Uh, we took the indies out of Crossplay, and we made it its own show because we just love them. We're just nuts about indies. Um, you can check those out. Same YouTube channel, but you can uh, you will have to search for the other podcasts on your podcast service. The, they're on everything. So, And if they're not on the thing you use, let us know. Or go to our Podbean and search it there, and you can copy the RSS feed into whatever player you are using. You could do that as well. Um, uh, John, where could everybody find you? Where could everybody find Angry Demon? Where could everybody find Gory? Well, uh, you can always head over to our uh, website, angrydemonstudio.com, and that kind of um, serves as a portal and like a gateway to all of our, uh, you know, different media, our discords, Twitter. At, uh, I think our Twitter is at angrydemongames or something. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, you know, there was, it, Angry Demon Studio was like one character too long. So it's like the mm -hmm. Angry Demon game, I guess. Um, but you can always head over to our uh, our website and kind of click where you want to go. But if you really want to talk to us, like if you want, if you want to reach out, uh, I totally recommend our Discord. We're uh, uh, we're hanging out like with our community every day while we work. So from like nine to five, um, nine to six, what a way to make a living, eh? Uh, but from oh, 9 yeah. to 6, uh, Swedish time, we uh, hang out in the Discord. And sometimes during weekends as well, like, you know, because it's a really cool place to just hang out and ask questions about game development awesome. and just talk to people. It's a really cool community overall. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and, and of course, folks, if you want to join our Discord community, uh, you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Just $1 gets you into our Discord, uh, which we, where we do the same thing. We talk about games and game development and just hang out and make fun of each other and have a great time. 
Um, it's a talk wonderful, about punching wonderful babies. Thing. Yeah, we talk about punching babies yeah. the whole nine yards. Uh, <laughs> that's a new channel. Yeah, that, that's that's the hundred dollar tier. Yeah, that's the well, baby punching videos. Yes, the baby punching videos. We that they, they are gatekeep, gatekept, gatekept, gatekeeping. English is hard, man. Before you go, John, this game. When can we get our hands on it? Is it like, what's the release window? Oh, I'm I'm is sorry. It, I'm just gonna have to say you. It's when the unicorns, man. It's when the unicorns <laughs> let us. They're they're they're. You know, speaking of being dicks, you know those unicorns. Mm. They um. God damn. You know they they just won't unicorns, let us. Unicorns aren't it. all they're cracked up. But to as be. soon as as soon as we have news, uh, we will absolutely. You know, we're probably it's probably gonna be a big thing. Probably gonna okay. be a big deal. There is so, the uh, the old alpha demo yeah. available if you want to go mm. to the uh uh the itch page. Um, it is not. Oh, it's not. It's, uh, no, it was it's, taken uh, down. It's horrendously outdated, so it's oh, okay. been taken down. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, so uh, there's there's no demo. There's no nothing right now. But okay. Uh, as, oh, that's as right. It is gone. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, you are uh, sneaky. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? They're probably gonna ask about it. I'm just gonna take this. No, but they're probably gonna ask the baby questions. I'll better take this down. Uh, but anyway, uh, so um, and but uh, if you uh, you know if if you happen to be interested in you know in a game where you're a cat, then you know we're not on a death dealing hoverboard killing unicorns. You know you can always follow us, and as soon as we have any updates on anything. We are going to post updates. Beautiful. So, you know, head over to there. Love it. Love awesome. It. Thank you, John. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you, viewers. And as always, play the excellent to each other.